0: Welcome back to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 3, Episode 25, The One at the Beach. This is such a good episode. It is so fun. It's so fun. Actually, like, we
1: were talking about this offline the other day, I think, that leading basically from here on out, the last episode of the season and the first episode of the next season is always pretty much the best.
0: Yeah, I think we talked about that in the episode last week. Oh, we were did saying we? That there's like the beach, and then there's Vegas, and then there's London. Mm. So good. Wait, Vegas then London, London, no, London then Vegas, then Vegas. <laughs> right? But yeah, and basically I don't that know what comes after that. But oh, and then the engagement. But mm. we were saying we don't like that episode because no, Chandler's made it. Chandler's the like puddle, puffy
1: crying. And puffy,
0: so p- <laughs> he's so puffy. I don't like that episode either, but don't no either, but anyway. And I don't like the whole I guess like I just I maybe I should save this rant for that episode. <laughs> I don't I don't like the whole um like let me think n- let me make her think that I don't want to marry her so then when I propose it's better like right. I appreciate the element of surprise. Totally. I've never understood like for people's birthdays I get that, like, I get if you want to have a surprise party. That's great. I understand that. But making them think that you forgot about them and, like, actually making them feel bad or feel upset, that's where I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah. I think
1: people's intentions are good. They just are misplaced.
0: Well, I could totally understand if it's like, okay, like... I'll take Renee out and so she thinks it's just gonna be the two of us going out for a cocktail, but then when we get to the restaurant, everybody's there and it's a party. Like yeah. that's fine. Or like I'll have her think we're just doing something quiet, but then everybody's over. Like that's cool. Right. But it's not like, okay, you guys, let's just pretend like we all hate Renee. <laughs> like, Nobody's so I mean? fun. Yeah, I don't, so, I'm I don't, being I don't sarcastic. so I think like those intentions are not right to me. I, like I get it, like if you wanna surprise somebody Surprise them with, like, pretend you're going to do something small and then do something way bigger or way more meaningful. But don't I actually like,
1: think where the <sighs> surprise party that comes from is that people don't plan a fake distraction. So then when it's like, well, what are we going to do for my birthday? People are like, oh, it's your birthday? I didn't even know. Yeah, like, or they're like, oh, nothing. I think it's nothing. because they don't oh, plan forgot. They're like, oh, aren't instead of being like, oh, aren't you going to lunch with Ashley? That's so fun, and like moving on. They are like, oh, I didn't even know it was your birthday. Sorry, I have plans forever.
0: Like because they didn't plan a decoy, you know. So basically, you're saying yet again, people's poor planning is ruining everything. One (laughs) hundred percent. Let's get into it. Let's get to it. So we've got this opening. Oh, my gosh. With Bonnie showing her sexually aggressive side that Phoebe alluded to last episode. <laughs> yes. It's,
1: it's, it's a lot. It's grating. Yeah, it's really grating. Yeah. And I mean, even when Joey's like, before we were talking about geography, and she's like, Joey, she was listing the countries she's done it in. Like, I don't know. It just seems like a lot.
0: It seems like a lot to sit there and hold court with three dudes, one of whom is being overtly creepy, Chandler.
1: I know. Chandler, like, I can't take you serious with that face and that mustache.
0: Your Satan goatee and your creepy, tell it again. So I I just couldn't imagine sitting there holding court with, like, three dudes, like, recounting my sexual escapades. Right. I would feel weird about it. Um you'd think that Ross wouldn't enjoy that. He doesn't seem like a, a women's lib type of guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm surprised he's not like
0: That's my girlfriend. Jealous. Stop yeah. Be- yeah, stop being gross. Stop talking about it. I'm I'm but surprised too. Also, I
1: think what this also tells us is that he likes Bonnie. But he doesn't, like, care too much.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Because you know, he does, like, I'm, like, not, I'm not saying so he doesn't cool. like her. He does. No, yeah, I think it's but something, he doesn't, like, yeah.
1: it really, I don't know if fling is the right word, Um. but it's definitely, like, a fun different thing for him to be with someone like Bonnie. I think that's a really
0: good point. You know, she's amazing. and maybe, she's not,
1: yeah, maybe that's, like, I don't, I'm not going to say that's what he needed after Rachel, but maybe that's what he needs to, like, cleanse his own palate kind of thing. He's always been incredibly
0: serious. First with Carol, incredibly then with Rachel. Serious. It's basically yes. like the only two he's only ever like really loved two women, you know, up until mm-hmm. now, his mid twenties. And so, yeah, it is maybe we could assume it's his first um, casual relationship. Yeah, like just for fun. Yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, so he's totally cool with it. And yeah, I would be like, ew, Chandler, stop talking to her, you weirdo." Um, but. I don't know. So anyway, obviously, Rachel's obviously annoyed, rightly so. I would be annoyed even <laughs> if I hadn't dated Ross. I'd be like, woman, please shut up. Yes. Um.
0: But, and then Phoebe comes in. Yeah, with a with picture. News.
1: With news.
0: Yes. So she's got a picture of her mom and dad. And it's in her mom's handwriting. And it says, me and Frank and Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Um, and Phoebe looked up other Phoebe. And she's like, she lives out by the beach. So can we go to Montauk this weekend mm-hmm. to find her? So that's quite exciting. It is exciting.
1: And Montauk. I did not know.
0: Uh, Are you about I, to tell me know. where it is? Mm-hmm. Yes. I Googled it because I was like, where is this? Oh, yeah. It's out past the Hamptons on Long Island. So I didn't realize that it was essentially just like drive to Long Island, drive to the Hamptons, keep driving. I didn't realize oh. that that's how that worked. Oh. <laughs> well, now you know. I've only ever been to like Brooklyn and Manhattan. Mm -hmm. I've never been all... I've always wanted to
1: go to the Hamptons. I think it'd be a cool thing to see once. But I've never been that far out on Long Island. Um, My cousin's girlfriend lived pretty far out on Long Island. So we went out there with them and went to the beach. But um, I've never been quite that far. But I think the... I think it's like two and a half hours to Montauk from the city if you drive. That's not bad at all. And then... I know that there's a bus. I know this because I watched Gossip Girl called The Jitney.
0: (laughs) I know The Jitney because I watched Real Housewives of New York.
1: Okay, there you go. Which seems crazy to me that that. these these (laughs) fancy people take a bus out to the Hamptons. It doesn't make any sense to me. I was actually thinking about that when I was thinking about Montauk. But I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things that just everybody does. Um, I mean what else you you can't
0: take an Uber all the way out there it'd be like I'm sure some people do you can take the Long
1: Island Railroad but um, it would take a really long time with all those stops
0: Um, Bonnie says she took the train is that the Long Island Railroad yeah
1: that's the train I bet it would take you four hours because I'm pretty sure to go where my cousin's girlfriend lived which is not even close to as far as Montauk I think it still took us like an hour and a half from Brooklyn and Brooklyn's already like on the right side of that equation
0: um there's probably an express version though. Like if it's anything like know. Chicago, there was the passenger ones that stopped at every single one and then there was express ones that kind of just like hit a few major stops, but it was only like, you know, once every couple hours.
1: I don't know.
0: I'm not sure, but Bonnie took the train. Well, she's going to take the
1: train. But yeah, they're still going out to Montauk, which is all the way and out there. And they don't there. have to
0: worry about the jitney because they're going to drive gonna be cab. in these cab.
1: Yeah, which I think is the ideal way to get there is by taking a car. So mm. That's great that they have that.
0: Hmm. So um, they borrow, they get permission to use one of Phoebe's clients' beach houses. And, um, well, oh, sorry, getting ahead of ourselves. So before that all happens, um, Monica's waiting outside the coffee shop with Chandler. And if you'll remember, she just broke up with Pete last episode because he lost his damn mind and is trying to become the UFC champion. Well, am I the ultimate fighting champion? <laughs> I don't think so. You're terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, you know, good best yeah. of luck to you, Pete. So anyway, so she's all um she's she's kind of annoyingly whiny about this, but I guess I understand cuz she keeps having a series of failed relationships and I remember very dramatically thinking when I broke up with my at the time longest-term boyfriend I think I dated him from, like, 23 to 25. And I remember at 25 being like, I gave away my, some of my, or, like, my best years were wasted, you know? And now I'm like, what the? But I can appreciate Monica thinking, like, you know, she's basically just wasting time. Yeah.
1: Well, and, like, to have two really great boyfriends that seem like have so much potential for the long run and to have them both, like pulled out from under you for reasons you never could have predicted just sucks. Totally. So it's fresh. We'll give her this episode to
0: whine. Yeah. This is when the whole Chandler starts his like, Mm -hmm. what would it take for you to date me? Which he he doesn't do it too much in this episode. It comes up again at the very, very end when he's like pretending to be a blind date showing up at the door. I think he does it a lot. Through the episode. Like...
1: He keeps bringing it up. He's like, well, fine. If there was a gun to your head, who would you choose? Me or Joey?
0: And she's like, well, who's the gun to my head?
1: When they first get to the beach house.
0: Oh, it was cut out of mine. Oh. I thought that was next episode.
1: No, that's this episode. And like, there's another point when he's like, oh, I'll go get your diet soda. Nope, because I'm not your boyfriend. And then she's chopping, (sighs) she's chopping cucumbers. And I noticed because she's like, again, like. I don't remember what she says, but she, she chops it a bunch. She chops he really hard. away, yeah. And he's like, yeah. why wouldn't you date me? And she's like, I don't know. You just, you know, you're my friend and it would be weird or whatever she says. But that was the point when she was chopping the cucumbers. Like when he's doing the, the Dorf on dating thing, I'm like, it's a joke. And it's like, I don't know if it's yeah. funny necessarily, but like it's just a kidding around kind of thing. But when he keeps harping on about it and asking her why, I'm like, this is not making it more appealing, Chandler. This is why. (laughs) This, like, you're answering your own question, you know? Yeah. So,
0: yeah. It's a lot. It's a good point. But, yeah, okay, so sorry about that. That was all cut out of my um, made-for-TV version (laughs) on demand. um, But, yeah, okay, so then he does, I mean, that starts it, and it is a bit of a trend, this episode and next episode, but yeah. I don't think really that much throughout the rest of the, se- the next season until no. she she puts it to bed with, you
1: will always be the guy who peed on me.
0: Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. And so then it doesn't, it does come up again in, um, the one that could have been? Is it the, yeah, I was going to say the flashback, but it's not, it's the one that could have been, isn't it? Um, Because she was dating somebody and they broke up with her and that one too. And he's like hugging her with the towel on. But that's the flashback. And that already happened. I'm so confused. That did already happen. But
1: then in the one that could have been, obviously, they get together.
0: Oh, that's right. So that's... Okay, yeah. For different different reasons. reasons. Yeah. He like cuddles her in the towel. So that's already happened. Yeah, that did already happen, I think. Yeah, because that's the one where... Where Rachel, or um, Phoebe moves out. That's why he's giving her a hug. Because mm-hmm. Phoebe yeah. moved out. OK. Whew. OK. Yeah. So much Oops. has happened already. I know.
1: So much has happened. It's getting hard to keep track. But yeah, I yeah. feel like they are planting the seeds with that.
0: Yeah, they are, for mm-hmm, sure. Big time. Which is exciting. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, so they're sitting out there in front of the coffee house waiting and Joey walks up. I love when she's like, oh good, you brought food because he's got like a grocery bag. And he's like, no, this is just my luggage. (laughs) It's just like his clothes thrown into a paper bag. bag. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Joe. And, um, and then Phoebe pulls up and they all start loading stuff into the cab and Rachel waddles out with. The most ridiculous looking hat. I think it's the UFO
1: uh, that's been spotted in recent news.
0: It's like it's so so I appreciate I get like big floppy beach hats, but this isn't floppy. It's really stiff and it's mm. like a com it, it looks like Abe Lincoln's wife's Easter hat. Can you it's picture so it? It's
1: so big and also
0: so tall. It's really tall and, and stiff. And very stiff. And really so it's like a it's like an Abe Lincoln hat, but Wicker and then, like, wider like than big. imaginable.
1: Yeah. Like, I have a giant floppy hat. And this thing is at least two times as big. Rachel's yeah. is. Yeah.
0: Maybe that was the fashion. I don't know. But but that's so speaking of starting things, this is also where they start, like, she's like, oh, Ross got it for me. And he's yeah. like, I think she looks great. And she's like, thank you. And, like, nearly kisses him. I know. Him. Which I'm like, is it... W- I don't, it just, I think I'm reading into it, but
1: it seems weird to me that Ross got her a hat. Maybe it eye. was to make up for
0: ruining that, um, maybe because he slept with someone else. That fashion, I was thinking that fashion <laughs> event that he went to and then was rude to her oh. about. Maybe it was to make up for that. But no, I think, I think Ross likes to give gifts and he gives good gifts. He seems to be a thoughtful I don't gift know, RG,
1: how about something girly for your
0: office? <laughs> Mom is gonna be the best dressed grandma at the fake military academy. Um, do you remember that sweater with all the medals? <laughs> anyway, yes. um, so but they just they're flirty. That's the whole point is Ross and Rachel are being a bit flirty, and like you love to see it, right? Like she has not necessarily forgiven him, but I think she's maybe like the hurt, the acute sharpness of the hurt has worn off a little bit now that it's been a few months. Mm -hmm. And there is still this kind of like, I mean, she says it like 10, 10, or no, maybe it's only one season later, where she's just like, you know, I thought we would, I just always assumed we'd be on again. And so this is kind of just, you know, she's flirting with him. And it seems like, okay, if I can attribute this, it seems like she wants him to suffer for what he did, which I support. Um, but she doesn't want to let him go fully. That's where totally. her head's at.
1: Totally. And I, you know, I've empathized with that for her from the beginning because it's like you don't just fall out of love with someone even though they've no. hurt you immensely, but it is so hard to get past that thing. I mean, that's what she says, you know. I was mad at you, not because I stopped loving you, but it's so hard to get over the hump of that. Like, where do you ever – you know how do you know how to start to repair that you know um i don't know it sucks
0: yeah but it but it does still seem like she yeah i think just like you said she's not ready to let him back in but she doesn't want to fully let him go either and mm-hmm. it's not it's not one of those things where it's like she doesn't love him but she doesn't want anyone else to date him it's because she does still love him right
1: and I think the last episode when when you know Phoebe was like, well, don't you want him to be happy? And she's like, yeah, I just didn't think he would be happy so fast. Like, I feel like that was the best she could do at that moment to like start to let go, you know? Yeah. Um, because she does kind of drop it,
0: even though it's hard for her to see. Um, but I don't know. And I think she kind of can tell as well that Bonnie's not like a like wife material deal. for Ross. Yeah. yeah. And so. And so I think, you know, she's annoyed with her. But, you know, she's kind of flirting, too. Because, honestly, I think she sees Ross as hers to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get it. Like, he's been madly in love with her ever since high school. Yeah. So he is kind of hers to lose. hmm So, anyway, they're flirting. They all get in the car. And they go up to the beach uh, where it is pouring rain. Pouring rain. Um, Terrible. And they... Um, go into this beach house, and the entire ground is covered in sand. And you know what my first thought is? Um, Let me guess. Um, Gross? No, the art department had to put sand in a a soundstage. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Do you think that that is just like bags and bags and bags and bags of real sand? Or do you think it's like fake stuff and then just a layer of sand on the top it could go either way but because they're walking in it I would say it's, it's probably sand yeah it's probably three truckloads from Lowe's um oh, like, like they I, just brought like a big cement truck and backed it up and just dumped sand
1: yep how and would you I would clean say, that I would say no that's unreasonable nobody would make you do that except someone tried to make me do that <laughs> <gasps> what
0: <laughs> tell us the story go on
1: so I had this shoot and it was actually really cool. I really loved the shoot. It was um, a story about a guy who um, was an alcoholic and when he went into recovery, he joined a fantasy football league and they kind of became like his family through sobriety. And like it was told like a very serious subject matter, obviously, but it was told very um, with a lot of wit and sarcasm. So it kind of took the edge off. Um It was really well done. But anyway, I did the art for it. And they wanted to have this flashback scene of him partying on a beach or on a lake. But we weren't shooting on a lake. We were shooting at a house in the middle of the city. And there's a backyard, but it has grass. And so my best bet to do this was to get as many tarps as I could and then back in a dump truck from, like, they, basically, they sell sand in, like, a cubic meter or something like that. What about so basically, like, the fact that there would be no lake in the shot? So it was going to be at night. You wouldn't have seen it. But they wanted oh, a bonfire okay. on the beach. And I was like, please, 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 please don't make me do this.
0: Because I don't know how...
1: Getting the sand there really isn't going to be that hard. I have no idea. Yeah, you idea can make a mess. Anyone can make a mess. <laughs> yeah. Getting it gone out of somebody's backyard that they actually live there, it's not a set, you know. Um I couldn't just pour sand in someone's backyard and leave it there and then like walk away. Right. Oh my gosh. Um so I'm imagining me with like a shovel.
0: Yeah, literally, and a bunch of garbage this bags in just to like
1: the back. Well, back of a truck that the production company has. But I was like, then where do we, where do we put it? Yeah, like how does this happen? And so I talked to the producer, and I was like, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm going to need more money, and I'm going to need more people because we're going to wrap at the end of the night, and then I'm going to have 45 minutes to wrap the entire set, and that's going to include me putting two tons of sand back into a truck. <sighs> so I'm going to need like eight people minimum. Um, and so we talked to the director down. And we ended up doing just a bonfire in the backyard On the scene. grass. We did like, I feel like, like
0: that's fine. Yes. And
1: also, where this person's life story came from, I'm not even convinced that there would have been a lake. It's not like they were, you know, from a beach town or something. And it was, like, really important that this was, like, a scene by water on the sand.
0: I also feel like a lot of lakes have grass. Totally. Not a, you know what I mean? Like, Well, I was like, I grassy. actually
1: think it would be easier for us to get a permit at Percy Priest Lake in Nashville and shoot there than it would be for us right. to make a fake beach in this backyard in the middle of East Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I could Aww. think. I I don't think I've seen this episode since I had to do that shoot. It was last September and I saw it and all I could think was somebody had to haul all that sand
0: in there. I was gonna say they did Ugh. not get permission from the director to make it a grassy they did lake. Not. So they did not, and I'm thinking
1: how unnecessary. Like it doesn't add anything to the plot. It's just like a sitcom. It's mishap. like a funny.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, they did film in California, so sand would be maybe a lot totally. easier to bring in and leap bring out. Yeah. But no, probably not. It was probably but a still nightmare bringing
1: it to a soundstage and dumping it because you know this was all filmed on a lot you know yeah
0: they must so, have the craziest stuff in and out of those sound stages though I and there's know. probably like a team of a hundred people already maybe not though this is what you assume but then like every company it ends I've up ever being
1: three people
0: yeah like you always assume like oh it's Hollywood I'm sure it's like you know everything's well budgeted and planned out and mm-hmm. um but then like every company so I'm a, a management consultant and like every company I've you know, I, get to, I go in and out of companies quite a bit. And um, every time you walk in and you're like, huh, that's how we're doing this, huh? OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The world is held up by a pile of sticks. Nobody touch anything. like
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. So it's, um, it was probably
0: like five dudes and shovels like we're going to mm-hmm. murder someone.
1: That's where you bring interns on in for sure. Um, but yeah, all I could think was I just can't see where it adds to the plot that much other than it's like, ooh, a sitcom mishap. And then Joey burying himself in the sand. Yeah, I was going to
0: say. That's really, it. The but only... they could have done that on the beach. Yeah, the only thing is that Joey falls asleep and they bury him. And it is kind of like, oh, no, there's damage. But there didn't have to be damage. Like, it could have. No. Because they were all could have been, like, like they poorly decorated
1: been... or, like, I don't know. Even like there being no cards and that just being like knitting stuff and Happy Days game is like funny, you know.
0: And they did like build little sand castles inside the house, but that doesn't really add to the plot either. Mm-mm. They could have like used the tchotchkes or something, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, so anyway, art department, a big
1: shout out. Big shout yeah. out to the art department. Hats three. off to you. Cheers, y'all.
0: Um. And so while the friends are bored and hanging out, And um, Ross and Rachel are flirting more. Oh,
1: my gosh. Like, it is so palpable.
0: Yeah, it is. And we'll we'll get to that one because Monica calls it out in a little bit. But um, they're flirting. And Joey and Chandler are, I think, oh, yeah, Joey keeps suggesting strip poker um, because they're (laughs) bored. And meanwhile, Phoebe just shows up at this lady's house. And is like, oh hey, you knew my parents, you know, I want to talk to you about it. So, the actress, because um, yes. I know that this is like supposed to be a big funny deal. Um, the actress that plays who we will call Phoebe Senior um, is Terry Gar. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Yes. And I didn't know this, but apparently she was known. For being like a very Phoebe-esque type character in all the roles she oh, had, where she was gotcha. really like airy, fairy, and spiritual and out there, would we say floopy? Yes, well, I think we would. All three, I think both Phoebe's and us would say floopy. <laughs> um, and so, so I think that's why it was like kind of a funny reveal. Um, also, they look so much alike. They do. They I do. mean,
1: I actually googled it. I was like, I don't think that's a relation, but it's it's surprising to me how similar they look. Because I don't yeah. always feel that that's the case in, you know, I don't think that Ross looks like Jack Geller. Yeah, Ross you know, and, and there's don't always look like so much like Ben their doesn't or... look anything like Ross. You know, like I don't think actors always have to look like their fake family, and I don't think that people put that much. I think they'd rather have it acted well. But, like, they look a lot alike.
0: Mm. Um, And Phoebe brings the picture um, and is like, here's a picture of you with my mom and my dad. And, you know, I just thought maybe you would, you know, be able to tell me about it. So Phoebe kind of comes in really energetic and is really like, oh, yeah, tell me about my parents. No, it's okay. Let's have cookies, you know. And it's. Yeah.
1: um, I I actually would almost say that she is, like, a little bold walking
0: in. Oh, yeah.
1: She just, like, kind of marches into this lady's house yeah. and then helps herself to cookies. I know. She acts, like, very um, familiar, I guess is the best way
0: to put it. She does. And I guess she thinks that she's just like, hey, you were friends with my parents. This will be an opportunity for you to tell me about them. And kind of thinking, like, that's that. Like, maybe this lady will just be, like, happy to reminisce with her about the olden days. Yeah. Um, and I think she would. But-, but I think I would be a little more like, hi, my name's is Buffet. Um
1: you don't know me, but my parents are these people. But she just kind of like comes yeah. in. And she's like, surprise,
0: Phoebe Abbott.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm right. your she best does. friend's daughter that you've never heard from. And
0: She's – um, I think it's kind of like what's funny is like Phoebe – Phoebe is pretty with it sometimes. And then mm-hmm. other times it's like she kind of has low EQ. And I think this is one of those examples where like she's really, really excited. And it just um, – it seems like it outweighs her better judgment, right? Like she's almost got like mm-hmm. childlike enthusiasm here, and and kind yes. of rightly so because it's like she's about to learn more about her parents who she didn't really know. That's true. So anyway, I mean, yeah, because you know, you'd think you'd like maybe call first, and be like, right. is there a good time I can come over? Anyway, um, and so, so Phoebe Abbott is like, oh yeah, you know, I was close with your. Parents people had a nickname for us, the three losers, and like um, and she's like, I haven't thought about them in a long time. I'm sorry, I don't know where your dad is. Um right. but meanwhile, while Phoebe Sr. is saying all this stuff, Phoebe like sees the picture on the fridge and takes it. And cause she's like, she Okay, she steals this- it. She steals it. And she's like, This lady is telling me she doesn't know anything, but like I think there's more And she's so sweet because she's not even like, why is this lady lying? She's like, she's like, oh, yeah, she was totally hiding it. Maybe because she wanted to give him time to buy me presents. You know, like she's just she's thinking the best. Optimistic. Yeah. And you'd think like Phoebe knows how the world works. She was homeless living in a burnt out van. But yet.
1: But she also says, how do I write a sad song when nothing that sad has ever happened
0: to me? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of it. She, like, comes back to the group to tell them about it. And um, so, so she tells them. And she's like, you know, we're going to have dinner tomorrow night. So I'll find out more then. Um, yeah. And then she's like, oh, are you guys bored? And she, they're like, yes, my gosh, we're so bored. So she's like, OK, I'm going to spin around, point to somebody, and we'll do whatever they say. And, um, points to Chandler, and for whatever reason, he chooses strip poker. Well, we
1: know why because he's a creep, and there's nothing <laughs> better to do. Also,
0: I guess like if they could have found cards for poker, they could have just played regular poker. Like it didn't mm-hmm. have to be True. strip. And in fact, I'd say knowing that there's a brother sister pair, yeah, Super in wonderful. this group, like this again, and exes. That's true. I mean, they, the exes are flirting, so it doesn't seem like they're too worried about it. But like, right. once again, don't have a brother, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, like, would you ever play strip poker with your brother or sister at the table? Uh, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I it's, don't think so. Maybe it's whatever. Maybe they're like, ah, eh, we bathed together growing up. Who cares? So <laughs> that's fine. Uh, anyway, um, so they can't find poker or cards for poker. And so they do find the Happy Days game <laughs> just so random, <laughs> where you collect cool points. It's so funny. And so I guess this is like, sorry, when I, I was thinking about this, when Rachel's like, I'm bored. And she's like painting their nails. I was just thinking like, if it was nowadays, everyone would just be on their phones. Yeah. This is like what you had to do. It was like talk to each other, read a book or... That's it, man. Like, it seems like there's there wasn't a TV there or anything like that. So it's kind of nice, though. It, honestly, I like that type of stuff. Like, you turn on music and you just have fun. And I kind of feel like if you are bored, that's on you. Like, then mm-hmm. you're boring. You know what I mean? Like, you're not being mm-hmm. imaginative in that um, moment. Yeah. I wouldn't that's, actually one of,
1: that's one of my favorite things about going on cruises is that nobody's on their phone myself included oh, yeah so you don't really have it's just nice like you just don't have that distraction and nobody's like oh just let me check this thing really quick like it's just not there it's nice yeah
0: I think that's I mean on, on cruises you do have um tons of other stuff to entertain you totally But like I get that it was raining and it was like maybe colder, so it's not like they could go outside. They, you know, maybe weren't going to go to a bar or anything like that. But I do still feel like you can come up with stuff to do, right?
1: And I guess they hang out together all the time. Yeah, that's true. So it's not like it's special vacation, but anyway, still, happy days game. Yeah, they would all be on their phones. That's so true.
0: And so they decide when you collect enough cool points, you get to make someone lose an article of clothing. And so, <laughs> I love this. So they start playing, and they all gang up on Joey and, <laughs> and make him lose all his <laughs> poker sponsor, Mr.
1: Joey Tribbiani. Oh,
0: I love it; it's so funny. He does not. He does not think he's it's funny. so over it, <laughs> um, but it's quite funny. But so then um, Rachel goes to make more margaritas. Monica comes into the kitchen to talk to her and is like, pantsless Monica, goes into the kitchen Mm -hmm. to talk to her and is like, what's going on with you two? Like, you know, you guys are flirting so much. He's flirting back. And, you know, Rachel's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like something about, and I I don't remember what she even says, but then right as she's kind of like admitting that like, yeah, you know, we are kind of flirting. I don't know, but it's kind of fun. Bonnie busts them.
1: Freaking Bonnie.
0: Honestly, freaking Bonnie. She's just not adding much value.
1: <laughs> cool. I'll catch up. Okay. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. So that's the worst, right? <laughs> so she comes in on the train, not the jetney, which we learned, whatever. And she's like, she's like, "What are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh, we're playing Strip Happy Days game." And and she goes, "Cool. I'll catch up." And takes her shirt off. And I was totally thinking that, like, I can think of a couple friends that I have that are good, like, dear friends that I really like that would probably do something like this and Mm -hmm. not think that it was this, like... I just don't think they'd realize how off-putting that is and they would just be like, I I just... Yeah, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. They would think
1: they were being a good sport. Yeah, they'd think, like, oh,
0: this is fun. Like, we're all just playing this game and it's, like, edgy and sexy and funny and, like... maybe know that like it made them cool with the guys maybe but they would Uh maybe not but like it wouldn't be but probably
1: know
0: would probably know but like would think anyone else would do this too right? um and not realize that like all like yeah maybe the guys are like whoa cool but all the girls are just like gagging you know
1: yeah
0: it's just so abrasive i don't know it's it's different i mean we wouldn't do it but Bonnie I think would. a lot of it, I, I don't know, maybe we've talked about this before, but I do kind of feel like it's maybe like how you were brought up. Like mm-hmm. is nudity a big deal or not? Is flirting and sexuality a big deal or not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some people are well, just like, oh, well, whatever. The
1: funny thing is I see Bonnie, at least what we know of Bonnie, and I actually don't get the vibe that she's like trying to be cool with the guys. I think she just truly is free to, to be her. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Um so the very, very body positive. Very body positive. Which she's got a rock and bod. So yeah, one hundo. You know, she should listen to us. We're terrible guys. Rock and bod, one hundo. Um <laughs> very cool. We know how to compliment people in the year twenty twenty. Um <laughs> we've been inside for too long. We've been inside for too long. Um like she's beautiful and I think that she should you know be confident I think that's a really beautiful thing absolutely but, yeah I think that but this it's, is it's different one of those things where we're it's not like, saying this like, isn't your group of people like they don't know you maybe like air on the side of what's the vibe in here but also they're playing strip yeah. poker so maybe I'm the prude
0: No, I mean, I'm probably more on the side of a prude than not. I mean, I'm definitely more prudish than not. So yeah, very self-aware. Maybe it's just us. But like, I'm not saying like, cover yourself up, put on long pants and a turtleneck. How dare you be confident? Like, she's gorgeous, good on her. But like, it's one thing to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with my body. And so I will walk around in my bathing suit top and whatever, whatever, versus like, I'm just gonna whip my shirt off and sit here in my bra. I guess I, but I guess like what you just said, that was the vibe, was that they were playing right. strip poker,
1: right? <laughs> so know. maybe maybe we're being hard on Bonnie for this one. Are you being hard on Bonnie? I don't know.
0: I maybe it's, it's I wouldn't enjoy it if I was one of the other girls, but um yeah, but maybe that's just us. maybe that's on okay. Us. Maybe okay, that's so
1: we're gonna us. give Bonnie kind of a pass.
0: Yeah, okay, I can agree to that because, because she
1: walked into the strip poker game and she just thought she was leveling the playing field.
0: That's it. She just thought like, oh, "Okay, cool. I'll, yeah, catch I'll up. Get, I'll, 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 I'll be, I'll be all in. Cool. I'm committed to this. Okay. Whereas I'd be Weird like, flex, Ooh, but okay. You started
1: without me. Oh no. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll oh, keep score.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't I make the next round of drinks for you guys? Anyway. We are prudes. Welcome. We are. 100%. Um, okay. One hundo. And one hundo. Rockin'. So um, the next, so it's like cut to the next morning and mm-hmm. everybody else is like, oh, did you guys hear the lovebirds last night? So apparently um, Ross and Bonnie had some fun
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, we see Joey in said art department sand he passed out um <laughs> after the poker game and they buried him in sand to keep him warm and they shaped it in a mermaid which is so funny so funny <sighs> um, i love when he wakes up and he's like
1: what and then he's like hey he's that's like, nice. nice yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny such a weirdo <laughs>
0: um so that's kind of that's kind of all that happens right and then bonnie goes out for a swim and invites rachel and like to her credit i don't know if she knows about Ross and Rachel or not Um, but like I guess I guess you're right I don't think that Bonnie necessarily thinks like I'm being so cool for the guys because she tries to include the women just as much as like she's not one of those girls that comes in and only talks to the guys and ignores the women and like you know she's trying to kind of be on the same page with everybody yeah um and Rachel just you know like we've said Rachel's still upset we we get it Um, and so Bonnie comes back and is like, my top fell off when I jumped in from the dock. Um, boy, Joey and Chandler. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I missed that. I love it. Like she just doesn't get that. It's like, Hey, Bonnie, not everybody is as overtly sexual as you are. And yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is, is that it's like, that's the vibe she doesn't read. But I suppose that's just her thing. So she's just doing her and not going to like tone it down for people that aren't into it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm one of those people that's not super into it. So I don't, part of me is like, no, you should tone it down. But maybe she's like, you should get over it. So who knows who's right? Yeah. Anyway. Um, and so Bonnie comes back and she's like, you know, my hair is full of sand. It was so much easier when I shaved it. Oh, boy. And then Rachel yeah. is like, I loved your look when you were bald. And Rachel is lying and mean because she only agreed to this because she thought that Bonnie was bald and wouldn't be a threat in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so she basically pushes Bonnie to, like, Bonnie wanted to do it, but yeah. she's like, encourage, she, Rachel encourages her and is like, go shave that head. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
1: Well, I have a couple feelings. Okay. I know that you think Rachel is being selfish, which I'm not saying she isn't being selfish. (laughs) But I do think Bonnie wanted to do it anyway. So, and like we said, Bonnie is kind of marching to the
0: beat of her own drum.
1: Yeah. She's been bald before. She'll be bald again.
0: Um, And there's nothing wrong with being bald.
1: There's nothing wrong with being bald. But Rachel suggests it because she knows it won't be Ross's thing. Yes. So I don't – I don't know. Also, I – if it was me and I was the one like, oh, yeah, I loved your look when you were bald, I would never imagine that that end of that conversation would actually result in her shaving her head then and there at the beach. (laughs) Well,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. I – didn't actually say that I thought Rachel was being selfish right now. Oh. Oh. I just think Rachel's selfish in general. <laughs> right. Right. Um, well, that's what, yeah. But no, but I don't think like looking back at this now again, like she doesn't it's not like it's not like she is barging in on his wedding. Do you know what I mean? Like she's just kind of like this is some right. chick they've been on a couple of dates, like mm. this is this isn't going anywhere, which I don't necessarily know that Rachel is the best judge of that because right. she probably thinks that you know he shouldn't be going anywhere with anybody but like she's not wrong in this case like Bunny's right. not you know that's it's not going to be a long term relationship um and so I understand why she's she's trying to sabotage it is what it is totally. and I I get it um and I wouldn't have thought that the obvious next step would have been to shave when she's like oh I loved your look when you were bald but she goes now get in there and shave that head and so she kind of is like no right now go do it now
1: well yeah well she because Bonnie's like you know what I totally am thanks Rachel you're so cool you know she's like yeah go on shave that head so I mean I do think yeah I mean she did suggest it but Bonnie's her own woman and I agree I mean
0: Rachel sabotaged it a bit it, like the yeah. thing is it's not to say that Bonnie wouldn't have shaved her head again out of her own free will later mm-hmm. um but Rachel was just making sure basically that she was ruining the relationship with Ross mm-hmm. more right. quickly um right I'm not that mad about it oh good do you know I, what I mean I
1: actually imagined us bickering about this so that saves some time <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, I'm not that mad. I mean, I I think I well. Think, also, like, Rachel was Rachel was being manipulative and like totally and sabotaging. But like, I don't think this is the worst thing she's done. Totally.
1: And like I said, honestly, like even if she was trying to sabotage it,
0: the chances of it paying off were so small. I honestly can't believe it worked. I, it feels like she didn't can't, couldn't believe it either. And also, yeah. if anything, like, it, it's kind of like, you know, if Bonnie is into that, she's your own woman, she's happy to do that, and Ross can't get past it, then, like, there wasn't really totally. a relationship. Well, that's what I was going like, to say. Yeah.
1: Like, he's, I know that you said in the last episode that Rachel was really um, superficial because she only wanted him to date her when she was bald. Yeah, but I'm like Ross is even more superficial because he doesn't want to date her when she's
0: bald, right? Because he well, they, it shows that they both are, I guess, in that sense. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm. This isn't the worst thing that Rachel has done because it's not like she went in there and cut Bonnie's hair off and right, Bonnie's like upset. put gum like, in it or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I do think it was really manipulative mm-hmm, and totally. I think, like, that's not cool because she was manipulative and, like, ruined a good thing Ross had going because yeah. she wanted, you know, she didn't want, she was mad. It's, it's just spoiled yeah. brat stuff, but, like, I'm not that worried about it. Yeah. So, yeah. So Bonnie um, goes and um, does it. Shaves it and comes on out and is like, touch it. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so act- funny. This actress. It's He's like, so, I can feel all the bones in your skull. <laughs> Yeah. To be honest with you, the scariest thing about this whole thing, I think, is that Bonnie goes swimming at night. That's when the sharks are out, right? I would You are night, in the so. shark's house. Uh, Have you oh, Have ever seen my that gosh. YouTube video? I think so. It sounds familiar. Oh,
1: it's really funny.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should post
1: it. It reminds me of the lady who is like, who is cooking all this damn meat? Oh.
0: Who is paying for all this? Every day can't be a celebration. I
1: love her <laughs> Every day. Yeah, uh, it's kind of what the rant is kind of it reminds me of that because she's like, "You want to go in the ocean? You are in the shark's house." It's true. Um, I'm very afraid it's of true. People. Ashley is very afraid of sharks, but also wanted to be a dive master simultaneously.
0: I. It was 2008, and I had no other job <laughs> prospects. Renee. <laughs> okay, I was desperate. Okay. Also, we are both scuba certified, so it's not that big of a stretch. We are. I'm actually less afraid of sharks in the water because then you can see and move and you look like a big giant fish um, or another shark. You're
1: less afraid of sharks in the water. than where are you afraid of them?
0: Sorry. I'm I'm more afraid of sharks. (laughs) I'm less afraid of sharks when you're diving because you can see and you can move. I'm more afraid of sharks when you're swimming on the top of the water. Okay you are just you a target, and you have no I, idea what's happening. I'm
1: going to pretend that you are just all, you're less afraid of sharks in the water. That's
0: the idea of <laughs> sharks only afraid of out of, sharks of the water and <laughs> land. Um, you know, some people make fun of me, I think, for being afraid of sharks. But um, I was born in California and grew up in Florida. So this was like a very real part of my daily existence and people are like oh but sharks and i'm like no no we were like at the beach every weekend like this was a real thing yeah. and it's florida so my other big fear is alligators and people are like well what's the chances i'm like no every body of water had either an alligator or a shark mm-hmm. it's very disconcerting
1: my nieces that we went to the beach with my nieces and nephews um on matt's side of the family well and like my in-laws and all that kind of stuff last year Mm -hmm. And we went to the Panhandle of Florida, which I balked at my whole life until I moved Mm -hmm. to Nashville. And it was a 45 minute flight. And now I'll go there anytime I can. Um, (laughs) It is really beautiful. But anyway, we went and they got there the night before us because they drove and we flew down the next day. And then we got, oh, sorry, we got there like really late that night. And so they had had like an an afternoon and evening at the beach. And they were like, we saw this whole pack of sharks. They were out there and they were swimming and they were jumping up and down. And I was like, those are dolphins. And they're like, no, they were definitely <laughs> sharks. And I was like, no, they were they were dolphins for sure. And I'm like, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm never going to convince you that they weren't. And no matter what, when you go back to school next week, they were going to be sharks you're, anyway. You're going to tell people sharks. So, but anyway, like the next night we saw a whole thing of dolphins. And they were like, yeah, they kind of looked like those. Um, but there was more of them. I was like, okay, so dolphins. So and more dolphins. More dolphins. <laughs> It was so funny. I felt bad. I was like, oh, I'm dashing all their like hopes and dreams. But I was like, I didn't want anyone to be afraid to go in right. the water. I was like, there aren't fifty sharks out. Yeah,
0: you're also swimming. like swimming. Really swimming packs no, like that, but okay. they don't.
1: And they don't like travel along the coastline, jumping up and, and down they don't like don't dolphins jump. do. Yeah, and they don't look like dolphins. So, <laughs> um, it was yeah. funny. It was cute Where's all that family from? Well, they're from North Dakota. Right. The only beach they'd ever been to before was in Oregon, which barely counts. hmm. It's coastal, but I wouldn't call it the beach.
0: Yeah. And that that might have had sharks. But this was definitely dolphins.
1: This was definitely, it was in the Gulf and it was like big packs of dolphins. But anyway, yeah. So it was the first time they'd ever been to like a beachy beach.
0: Yeah. Cute. Um, By the way, if you're listening out there. Uh, We both recommend visiting Florida's Gulf Coast. We are not sponsored by Florida Gulf Coast Tourism, but we should be. we would like to be. Yes. um, VCB, give us a call. Every time. uh, There's always always, like tons of dolphins off um, the Gulf Coast. Like swimming and jumping and playing. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Beautiful sand.
1: I just remember growing up
0: like seeing dolphins every time we went to the beach. And so then Mm -hmm. when I went to other beaches when I was older, I was like, Oh, or but people like, the oh the my dolphins. god, dolphins, and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's a regular occurrence, but yeah. we're just lucky. Yeah.
1: yeah, the Gulf Coast is really beautiful. It was a really nice place, place to grow up. Pay it um, a visit
0: once allowed again. Yes, once allowed. Um, mm.
1: but yeah, so so Bonnie's swimming with the sharks. Bonnie's going on a night swim. You in the shark's yes. house.
0: and um, Ross comes out and yells at Rachel because he's like, you are the one that convinced her to do this. And Rachel was like, um, you know, like, so they, they get in this argument and and he's like, how could you do this? And she's like, look, you think it was easy for me to see you guys together? Yeah. And he was like, you're the one who didn't want to be together. And she's like, because I was mad at you, Ross, not because I stopped loving you. And, you know, which ugh, so real. So he's like, so wait, real. you still love me. And, you know, then they're kind of having this like, argument that turns into like realizing that they both actually still care for each other and they kiss
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i mean but she oh sorry before they kiss she says i i do still have feelings for you but i can't forgive you mm-hmm. um which is fair i can't forgive him that yet is. either and so but then they so kiss. his answer is to kiss her i knew you were going to be mad about that you I know just, that the writers made him do it, right? No,
1: but it's, <laughs> it's his character. I just don't. You know, I have several feelings. One, if I'm trying to convince my former girlfriend that I'm not a cheater, maybe I shouldn't be cheating on my current girlfriend with my former girlfriend.
0: Doesn't, That's a good point.
1: It doesn't bode well. Um, and what else I doesn't just, bode well? I just don't think that you know. We have problems and I can't forgive you is code for kiss me. You know, I don't know.
0: Well, but she says, I do love you. I'm just still upset or whatever. And right. And she just tried to sabotage his relationship. And she clearly was into the kiss. So that's all that matters. She wanted it. She
1: was. But I just also feel like once someone's, I don't know, like it's hard to stop. Once you start. Hard to stop what?
0: When someone kisses you
1: and you love them.
0: Oh, I see but. what you're saying. Yeah, so you're thinking he shouldn't have kissed her. No. I mean, even though it like you know propels the whole conversation. but I do kind of I was thinking when it happened, I was kind of thinking like, ooh, is this another example of Ross trying to rush through, yeah, the, like, the bad parts just to get back to being in good standing. That's totally. kind of I was just um, like, Ross, you know, are you doing that again? Well, we are skipping slinky. ahead,
1: but, you know, he goes upstairs, has a conversation, da-da-da. And when he goes back in, he leans in to kiss her, and she leans away. And she's like, you know, there's some things we need to discuss. Basically, I wrote you a letter.
0: Yeah. Um, but I think that, like, him kissing her kind of shows that, like, you know, both of them thought the other one that was – it, their chances were over. moved on, yeah. Yeah, and so I guess him kissing her shows that – She like he's clear like he that's him kind of signalling, I'm still into you. And so I think she needed that to kind of realize, like, okay, well, what would it take for me to still do this? Clearly I do still want this because that's when she then writes that letter. She's like, Okay, but you know, here's the thing it's made me think, here's all my conditions, essentially.
1: All I'm saying is I think he also could have communicated that with words. Yes, he could have a non consensual like a an uninvited kiss. That's all.
0: OK. That's all. I mean, I, I agree with you on that one. I don't think yeah. it's like, well, she wanted it. I realized I said that earlier. And at the time, I was like, ooh. Like, I am not one of those, like, what was well, she wearing? She was wearing? asking for
1: it. What was she wearing? A sweater over a dress? Call the church elders.
0: <laughs> a long cardigan and an even longer dress that did not show her cleavage. <laughs> know. Um, no, like the most just, covered you know. she's ever been. Yeah. I do find it really it. annoying that, so Joey and Chandler, kind of come out and it interrupts the kiss because mm-hmm. joey wants to play one-on-one strip poker oh my practice. gosh for practice <laughs> oh he's that so guy. funny i love him but he's um, just so simple it, it annoys me when like the guys are all talking and ross is whining like oh, i really want to go finish that kiss and i'm yeah. like it's it's not about whether or not like you like oh you want to go kiss rachel some more like there're still a lot of things that need to be hammered out before you can just go keep kissing. And I do kind yeah. of think he thinks like, well, if we have this great kiss or we reconnect or whatever, she'll kind of get over it maybe. Mhm.
1: Well, and also what that says to me is well, never mind. I I take back what I was thinking because it's wrong. Um <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was yeah, never
0: mind. Um
1: But yeah, he is really whiny and it's like, okay, well then go break up with Bonnie, you know? Like just get it over with because clearly
0: well, it, it's awkward. I would never. That would it not is, be my first thought. It is
1: totally like, awkward. But I also don't think you should keep going
0: to make out. No, of course not. not. I her. don't think you should either. I don't think you should keep keep making out, but I don't my thought would never be he's just realized that he still has a chance with Rachel. That's right. what I think just happened. And so right. like the physicality aside, which I think that's the annoying part is that he's being all whiny and he's not like, I want to go talk to Rachel and find out about a relationship. He just wants to go like hook up with her. Um, and so like that part aside, though, I think it's like this flood of emotions of like, I thought the ship sailed. I thought I did irreparable damage. But now I'm finding out that like there is still a chance for us. And so I get that that would be incredibly overwhelming for him Mm -hmm. in a good way. But under no circumstances, like Rachel, a possibility with Rachel aside, I would never expect him to break up with this girl while they're on vacation together. She came out to surprise him. They're away for the weekend. It's like just unless she like lit the house on fire or like was super rude and crazy and mean, like you've got like six more hours together. Just figure it out but um so I wouldn't and she just shaved her head so it would make him look like a real douchebag to be like yeah bye could you leave yeah in the middle of the night don't you think
1: I mean it's not good but I think she has the right to know
0: in the end he does tell her what I would have liked to see I guess (laughs) like if we're talking about taking the moral high ground here I feel like, okay, he kissed her in the moment. I can, I mean, not like forgive that in the sense of like if Ben did that, I would not forgive him. But like, mm-hmm. you know, he this thing with this girl that he's loved forever. Like, okay, I get that one. But then, yeah, I guess the thing would be, uh, I guess that's his dilemma though. Is if he goes back in, he's gonna have to. She's hook gonna want to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he could say, "Look, Bonnie, I'm really sorry." Um, before you got here, like. You know, there's this history with Rachel and I, and, you know, I didn't expect it to happen, and I didn't mean for it to happen. I certainly wasn't planning it, but it seems like we might have a chance to repair our relationship. And I actually think Bonnie would be super cool about it. That might be what he said. But, yeah, but we know what he does first. So, yeah. Anyway, um, Anyway, okay. I don't want to get too much more into the what happens yeah. because that's next yeah. episode. So mm-hmm. so they they have the kiss, whatever. Um, he is talking to Joey and Chandler about it. And I don't even remember what advice they give because it feels like it's garbage. But the whole, I think the, like the crux of that is that Ross says, you know, I was finally moving on. And now he kind of feels, you know, from his perspective, it might seem like Rachel was like, pushing him away, pushing him away, pushing away. Now that she sees he's happy, pulling him back. I don't think Mm -hmm. that's what she's doing in like a mean way. But, you know, if you're like looking at it from the guy's side, that could be what it looks like. Um, But he does say like, of course, you know, I want to see if there's something there, but I already lost her once. And if I have to, like, if it doesn't work out again, I don't know if I could go through with it. That's really sad. Yeah, it is really sad. I don't know. Boo. Okay, no other thoughts. To on be that continued. One. <laughs> to be continued. Um, and then just to wrap up, so um, Phoebe freaks out and knocks a stool over. <laughs> I love how they're like. I know. I love that. When she's whoa. like. Oh. <laughs> it's the whole. It's like when she pushed the cereal box over that one time. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, Phoebe senior canceled dinner. She said she had to go out of town, but I think she's just hiding information from me. And so she decides to go break in to Phoebe's house and she, I love when Ross is like, some people
1: would call that breaking and entering. And he's like, well, are any of those people here?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And they're all like, no, no, you go. So she like tries to sneak in through a window, but is super loud. And yep. it does turn out Phoebe Sr. is home and she busts out. And um, Phoebe's like, You know, this is the picture of you and my dad. Tell me what's going on. And Phoebe Sr.'s like, Okay, you're right. You do deserve to know the truth. That is Chuck Mangione. Which, right. <laughs> do you know who that is?
1: I have no idea. I didn't even think about it. I oh, assumed he was some like singer or actor.
0: Uh, yeah, close. Um, he is a musician. He is an American flugelhorn player. What? A flugelhorn? I did not Google that, so I don't know what that oh, is. No. I oh. guess like a French horn, if I had to? So
1: so Chuck Mangione really piqued your interest, but you saw the word flugelhorn and thought, I'll stop there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's enough. That seems normal. <laughs> no need to pull on that thread. Uh... Oh, yeah, totally normal. Um, but she does – so Phoebe Sr. does reveal, I'm actually your mom. Mm-hmm. And now in my version, it cuts out, and that's the last we hear about it. Is that in yours, or did they cut out like – because there's a lot more that comes to that conversation, but I thought maybe it was in the next episode. It is in the next episode. Okay, thank goodness. Yeah. So that's – I mean, we are left – that is a – quite the cliffhanger so there's two cliffhangers there's mm-hmm. phoebe's mom what record scratch and then there is what? ross going upstairs and we don't know if he goes into bonnie's room or rachel's room mm. and that's how they leave the end of the season could you imagine in, back in the like, day
1: that's in may and then you have to wait until september yeah that's a long time would you even remember what happened?
0: And no, that's the thing is like, how would you remember the last thing that happened? Which is, I guess, why they do the recap at the beginning. But, you, but Joey's you like, be...
1: I don't really remember what happened there either.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. Well,
1: one more thing before we go. OK. At the very, very end, um, Chandler is being the blind date guy again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And he comes to the door on his knees and is like, hi, I'm Dorf. Dorf on dating, that's hilarious. Did you get
0: that at all? Not in the least, but I thought it was maybe okay. going to be offensive to little people. So I was just going to breeze past it.
1: So I <laughs> never, I always thought it was just something I didn't get. And then watching it with Matt, not actually when I just rewatched it a while ago. Um, he was like, oh yeah, it's that, um, it's that, what's his name? Oh geez, gosh, I know it. It's Tom Connolly or something like that. Tim Conway. Tim Conway. He did... He was like a actor and um, he made this sketch for The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Okay. And he did all these direct-to-video movies about this guy named Dorf who he was always on his knees, but he had this like Swedish accent. I don't know. I don't think it sounds funny, but apparently the Dorf franchise was successful and they were all like Dorf on, it was Dorf on golf, Dorf goes fishing, Dorf
0: So This was like on, Ernest goes to camp. It was just yes. pre-Ernest.
1: and it was the people who did, um, it was each like a different sport, yeah. Was what, it, was it making fun of little people? Uh, I don't know. He, Dorf was characterized by his diminutive height. But, okay yeah I'm not I don't know but he it was the same people who produced the National Lampoon franchise oh boy yeah so anyway (laughs) some people probably got the Dorf reference but we did not
0: no thank you Matt for enlightening us but it is a thing thank you Matt and yeah I
1: just had no idea it was a thing I thought it was just Chandler making up something called Dorf on Dating but it makes sense because Dorf on Golf was like the first movie but anyway that's the last thing. Now we're gonna say that's a wrap on season
0: three. <laughs> no, that was good. Thank you for hitting us with the facts, Renee. Hard hitting facts. Um. Right. So, guys, that's season three. It's been fun, but oh my gosh, hold on to your butts. It's about oh to get even more fun. It's about to get season four. <laughs> um renee just for logistics let's tell everybody are we taking any breaks or anything or can they expect season four season episode what season four episode one right away next week
1: you can expect season four episode one wherever you get your podcasts
0: next week no breaks next week we don't take breaks breaks, you guys we're well we do sometimes but we're not taking one this time
1: was that you trying to bait me into saying we were going to take a break
0: No, I just wanted to set clear expectations (laughs) with my stakeholders.
1: Stakeholders. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Now you're making fun of me.
0: No, I'm just describing what I do in my job all the time. Just, she's always on. Okay. No, I just wanted to be clear with everybody. Um, (laughs) Just so you know, we are going to be right back at it next week with season four, episode one. Steam ahead, which is the
1: one with the jellyfish. I hope you guys are just as excited as we are. We're very excited. And we'll see you then.
0: Bye, guys. See you then. Bye. Bye.